Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zaffert. I'm very lucky to have in studio me, with me Lynn Joffe. She was born in London and raised on four continents, and she is a natural storyteller. Lynn started her company, Creatrix, she says, in response to an overwhelming industry need for authentic, resonant, multicultural communications that speak to South Africans on their terms, on their turf, and in their language. She is the guest of Ort SA on the 30th of October, where she will speak on the topic Art Meets Science, Trends in 21st Century Storytelling. Lynn, welcome and thank you so much for um, joining me. You are very welcome and welcome to everyone who's listening. I'm so happy that you also came a little bit early <laughs> so well, we can I start know this show. It's like the back of my hand. So Why is that? Well, I'm, I'm a Jewish person. <laughs> I was raised in the area. In fact, the Jewish Board of Deputies hasn't been here forever. Hey, just no. in town. Correct. I worked for Herbie Rosenberg from about oh. 1923, I think it was. <laughs> oh, well, welcome to the new Jewish Board of Deputies. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Lynn, I was very intrigued by your title of your talk that you're giving to Ort in, um, on, the thir- on the 30th yeah, of October, next Friday. And I just wondered, storytelling and science, what is the connection between them? Well, it's, it's an interesting question because science, the way, the way that I'm presenting it next Friday is about the technology that's come in to the 21st century. So storytelling is an age old craft, as you know, from cavemen to the Bible to, um, storytelling tweets, you know, and anything that has actually the, the essence of storytelling, which to me is an ancient art made great through literature, made, you know, gossip, which I believe is not allowed. It's not allowed because it's so intriguing and so interesting. And, and what is gossip? It's the what if and then. And then what did she do? And then what did she say? So, so the idea of it being science, because art and science kind of have a kind of nice kind of two sides of the coin. But basically in this modern age of digital, where you can put a podcast out, you can tell a story on a YouTube video, you can make a movie on your phone for that matter. So a lot of people speak about, I mean, I'm, I'm in the commercial industry in the sense that we do branded content for the likes of Anglo and APSA and ESCOM and, and the big brands who want to attract hearts and minds with messages that aren't just necessarily buy my stuff, buy my stuff. So the question has been put to me many times of how can you take this so-called ancient art into the modern age. And, and essentially art meets, it's not about science, it's how the art of storytelling can link with sci- scientific or technological or digital aspects of the modern world. You talk about storytelling and um, you talk about it's an ancient art. In fact, I think it was what makes us human. Well, in fact, Salman Rushdie says that man is a storytelling animal. Yes. And he should know. Um, and in <laughs> fact, it's quite interesting because as a copywriter by training, which I've I mean, when, when I discovered radio, in fact, I just have to say this, in the early 80s, and I, I realized that in 30 seconds you could tell a story that would come to life in sound. And, um, you know, you could, I was 20 years old and I was directing Janice Honeyman and the, and the, and the like. So you could imagine the, the excitement of being able to tell an audio story, a heard word story. So, um, but I forgot your question. My question was it, it being exactly, um, it's what makes us human. Right. And, uh, oh, and that's what I was going to say about Salman, because Salman Rushdie was a copywriter before he was an author. And in fact, I've just, 
I've just finished my MA and I'm about to hand in the manuscript to my editor of a novel that I've Mazel been writing. Mazeltov to me. I've been Mazel locked tov. up for four years. Mazeltov. Um, and, and in fact, that's, so, so I always say to people, you can tell a story in a novel, you can tell a story in a tweet. So, but, you know, so the act of storytelling is in fact what makes us human. And in fact, just, you know, you can mention the Bible. All the stories, apart from the laws of Leviticus and stuff like that, are put in story form. We've got character, we've got plot, we've got suspense, we've got drama, we've got denouement, we've got punishment, we've got pity and terror. It's, it's really the essence of our, of our humanity. We're going to take a break only because we have to. And after the break, we're going to look a little bit more about the, the role that storytelling has in a digital society. Great. Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zaffert. And I am talking to Lynn Jaffe, um, who is, she's just telling me, a double finalist in the Jewish Achievers Award. Um, she is, was um, a finalist for the Entrepreneurship and That's also right. for Women in Leadership. Mm-hmm. So, um, and also I should mention, if I may, that um, Pops Muhammad has joined us in the studio. I worked with Pops 20 years ago. You worked with Pops 20 years ago. And in a way, your work is quite similar in the sense of the bo- both of you are passionate about communicating to um, children, to getting children involved in your different arts, although your arts are different. If, if I could give up my day job, in other words, actually having to pay the rent, musical children's storytelling would be all that I would do. And I would take Pops and we would go and live on an island somewhere until we'd come up with the material because it's it's that natural. I mean, I, I know Pops. I, I worship Pops, actually. I, I, I organized him to be here today. But but just that, that idea of that because the heartbeat is the heart. The heartbeat of a human being is the beginning of music. And the rhythm of the heartbeat that leads into the words, it leads into the sounds, it leads into mm. telling, putting words to the music, mm. or even mm. if the music itself tells a story as you do. It's, it's, it's an absolute passion of mine. Mm. So let's just greet you. Pop, sorry, I know you got stuck in Louis Bertha. There was yeah. a... Yeah, there was an accident, actually. Oh, I'm yeah. so sorry. Yeah. But you're very welcome. Yeah, thank you. Um, we got to chat... Um, a little bit about storytelling, and maybe mm-hmm. we can look first at kind of the, the oral word, and then maybe you can talk about your work with um, music, mm-hmm. uh, obviously. And I thought also, seeing that both of you are in the studio together, we can talk a little bit about Jewish-Muslim cooperation mm-hmm. in the field mm-hmm. of arts, because mm-hmm. perhaps it's stronger in that field than it is in in other ways. Mm-hmm. You know, look, uh, for this book that I've been writing, um, this novel that I've been writing, is actually a time-traveling Jewish musician who goes from basically a time of Christ to the modern day. So mm-hmm. I've done a hell of a lot of research on on the origins of music. And actually, music is the one, it's a crossover medium. There's, you know, you can have your purities and your chants and your, you know, your religious music, mm-hmm. which is quite mm-hmm. sort mm-hmm. of... Um, in a, almost in a kind of in a, not in a vacuum, but in a, in a in a temenos kind of restricted. But if if the two of us get together because of our cultural origins, immediately the, something will cross over. Mm, mm, um, mm. I, I worked with Music Your Africa with Louis Matlango and them yeah, yeah. years ago, and and they would say, "No, you're not coming in on the beat, man. You're not coming in on the beat." So I'm coming in on my beat, and it's fitting yeah, in with the yeah, music. Yeah, so do we yeah. have different beats, um, Len? We do. Yeah. Do, you, do you yeah. think so as well? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, African beats are mostly six, eight. Yeah, and offbeat. It's the offbeat. offbeat. It's the off if, that actually throws you out. If if you've got an audience in front of you, and it's 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 not even so much a racial thing. People, white people mainly, Caucasian people maybe clap on the onbeat, and if you listen to rock right. music, yeah. Whereas, there's you know the moment you start doing that, there's a rhythm in our bodies. I think that a lot of 
a Western culture maybe has has wiped out because it's it's you know I'm married to an Afrikaner, um, and, and you know funeral Afrikaans funeral is very different to any other yeah. kind or hymnal music that I learned in Scotland as a child, which was very na 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 mm. type thing. So mm. I've always responded to African music and mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and jazz, of course. Well, I mean, um, I know a guy, Paul Bolena, who did serious studies on the African thumb piano. Oh, yeah. He's the Jewish. He's, uh-huh. a, he's an anthropologist mm-hmm. from the States. And he started, like, in the late 60s, went to Zimbabwe, studied the music, the food, the culture, and everything, and he fused his Imbira music, and he went to the Wailing Wall, yeah. and he recorded the African thumb piano music with the, with the Jewish... Um, Hasidic, another uh, the um, what do they call them? Uh, Hasidic. No, it's um, it's a nigun. It's 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 a, it's a Jewish chant that hasn't got words. Oh, wow. oh. So he's he's, okay. he's taken niguns and he mixed it with a thumb piano, Amazing. and then there again you get the offbeat. But because he studied the African music, he just got it absolutely right playing wow. the thumb piano. And using niggles well, it's, unto them. It's very interesting. I met Hugh Masakela many years ago at Kippies, and I was gate crashing with the band as I had to mm. do in those days. And I said to him, <laughs> Mr. Masakela, please, please stay and, and, and just listen and see. And, 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 and he looked up, he said, why? What are you <laughs> going to do? Have a nagila with my tanga beat. <laughs> <laughs> and, and all these years later, I think, what a good idea. Can you imagine? Yeah, yeah. So, so you can infuse it, the, the knowledge and the wisdom mm, that mm, comes mm, from experience. Mm, mm. In fact, you told me once. That mm-hmm. you don't know where you're going if you don't know where you've come from. Yes. And, and that's yeah. actually informed a lot of the creativity mm. in my life because you've got to know that your history to know your, your future. Because our people are very popular or very well known for hiding the beat. Mm. So those are people from the mountains in the Eastern Cape. The women who does the overtone singing, oh, throat wow. singing, same as the Tibetan monks. Yes, two of us. Oh. And when they sing, you try to get the one. Uh, uh, um, you'll you'll battle, you'll battle, because you you're trying to dance with them, because they sing diviner songs. And when you try to dance with them, you find you're offbeat because there's there's something, to too, there's, there's something that, that they just can't get you to dance along with them. And it takes you a long time to find out, okay, now that's the one. It's the silent beat mm. that mm. they put. Like, for instance, if I, if I do a, a little exercise, exercise with you, a very quick one, mm. just to give you an example, mm. you count from one to four, four back to one. Mm. Like you go one, one, two, one, two, three, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, one, two, one, 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 two, one, two, three, one, two, three, four, one, two, three. One two, one, one two, one two, three, one two, three, four, and two, and, yeah. and here we go, guys. <laughs> there, there you got, you yeah. got lost yes, already. Yes, yes, you yes. see, so, I'll so that, that, that <laughs> right? <it's>, yeah. <laughs> you so, didn't laugh better than I was. Do you have an Aquila with my tongue beat if you want? <laughs> you see, so, so just that little exercise. Mm, mm. It comes within the song. Sometimes it goes up to a seven. Yes, and you need to find out. Where did I go wrong in the count? Because I just lost something there. Mm. You know, so it mm. takes a long time mm. to figure out where was that catch. And you see, from my side now, that makes a story. 
and 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 I'm just thinking because I'm finishing off this 125,000 word book, wow. which in wow. every chapter there's there's she learns something from the muses and etc. But mm. that idea, exactly what you said, I can mm. put my character wonder into, and she's going to lose it completely. Right. So right. so it's actually music. Actually, in fact, I'm telling the story of music, mm. but in mm-hmm. words, which is also a very interesting take nice. on music. Yeah, yeah, because it's yeah. almost indescribable. Mm-hmm. I think something else that both of you are passionate about are educating children, albeit yeah. in different different yeah. ways. That's very important. So do you want to start, Pops? Well, I mean, the, uh, this has become my journey now in the last four or five years, working with kids from a very younger age, because they don't have much to do. So if you plant that seed Absolutely. and he finds it interesting, and that's the one thing that you'll keep on doing, as long as, as you've given him something very interesting to do every day, he'll go like, oh, Lynn has given me this exercise. I've got to please her. I've got to do it right. And he works on that all the time. And when you start with kids, okay. you couldn't have done a better job because they'll grow up and they'll keep coming back to you for more and more and more and more. And um, just... To, to add to that, because I've done recycling programs with little kids using um, everyday objects as musical instruments. And I was actually at the Isikosa Storytelling Festival with mm-hmm. Eleanor a few, few years back, and I gave every child a peg and a stick and an elastic band. Mm-hmm. And I have got photographs of these children listening to that stretched band and hearing and I'm just thinking, please, can we just give them all a violin or, or, or mm-hmm. something? Mm-hmm. Because it's an innate response mm, to, mm, to, mm, to, mm. to so much. And, and you know that Kodeli, I think he was a Hungarian composer, was made the Minister of Culture in Hungary at the end mm. of the Second World War. Mm. And um, I might have my countries mixed up, but mm. that country became the highest educated musical nation wow. on earth. It helps with mathematics. It helps with comprehension. It helps with... Mm, so mm, I mm. write musical stories, so stories that have a story behind them that also have those those principles of of mm, basic mm. comprehension and 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 body because it involves yeah. your body and your mind. Oh, I'm I'm, I'm yeah. joining your group immediately. I'm <laughs> currently writing music for Ethiopian television wow. for school subjects, actually high school See. subjects. Is anyone I'm, listening out there? <laughs> We're available. I've got to write music for science. I've got to write That's music fantastic. for for maths. Do you need a lyricist? I've got to, I need I need to write music for for uh, uh, biology. I and speak this, fluent Ethiopian. Oh, that's amazing! <laughs> Not <laughs> and and that's basically brilliant. what it is is an experiment for the kids when they study for their exams and have this music played through earphones while they are studying to see how soothing it is. Thank God they've already accepted the one that I've sent because you get this thing and you say. I mean, what, what, what music do you play for maths? You know, and you go onto the internet, there's nothing like that. So you, you need to come up with something. Brilliant. And, um, because maths, music is maths when you mm, actually mm, boil mm. it down, which I, I was terrible at maths and I was an untrained musician. And as I became more trained, Johnny Faree was mm, my mm. master. Oh man, he was a master. Of, of gorgeous memory. But in realizing that the ear, the hand and the actual mathematics because it's not just what is two and two; it's mm-hmm. what is three and a half plus nine mm-hmm. three quarters. Mm-hmm. You know what, what you just what you just did with that hand mm-hmm. clapping mm-hmm. is a basic form of mm-hmm. mathematics. Mm-hmm. So they they go together. So this it's challenge for me was quite hectic. Uh, how do you write music for mathematics? Mm-hmm. Because mathematics is that hectic. You got to calculate. It's all kinds of stuff. And I actually programmed in my studio 
a heavy, heavy drum and bass track. Mm. Mm. You know, you know, drum and bass. It's, 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 it's like do. I'm programming this heavy, heavy beat at 180 beats per minute. That's fast. Yeah, it's very, very, it's very, very fast. fast. I mean, that's what they do in <coughs> London. Yeah, yeah. And also doing all that programming because I did a lot of um, research on that in London in the early 90s. I spent a lot of time. So after I've done the whole track, which should have been probably a hit if I had released it, <laughs> and I removed all the drum programming of the track, I I also erased the bass lines mm. and all the other instruments, the the, um, the synths and stuff that I had added, and I only left the indigenous instruments hanging Brilliant. Yeah. there, and I threw the drum programming and everything away, and you only have these instruments that just hanging there, and uh, I sent it to them, <laughs> and... Um, they said, that's brilliant. We don't know how you got that right. But <laughs> and I said to the guy, that's 180 beats PM, you know, because what I did after every four bars, I would just come in subtly with a kalimba. Mm. And then um, every two bars, I would play a little kora rift. And on the beat, I would play with a maquean, which is a Zulu instrument. Mm. So it fills up the four four bars. But at such a slow pace, because the beat was so fast, 180 beats. So I had to divide 180 and then divide it again to get that slow beat. So I, I actually played in a very, very, very slow beat. Playing. A, there's there's a, a, a thing in computers called quantizing, where they actually ad adapt the beat to... It, it's it's yes. kind of a quite controversial thing. But Michael Jackson used to sing in quantize. Those little... Oh, and e and oops that he used yeah. to do was he's counting in sixteen beat in sixteenths mm. all the time. So it's it's yes. concentrated timing even yes. when it's out of time. Yes, and, it's, it's and everything that was quantized on my track, mm. except the the indigenous instruments, I didn't quantize oh, them, and I just left them like that. Mm. And they just loved it. it. So that's like this is going to be my formula for the rest of the other projects for the other for the other subjects. Yeah, it's, it's fascinating because what, what's coming out a lot from since we started the interview with you and is the relationship between arts and science. Um, obviously, exactly. it's a clearer one that's than what initially meets the eye. Um, and the other thing is that uh, we, both of you, I think, are going back to traditional, authentic. Um, mm. You know, science is modern. Well, I shouldn't say science is modern, but the, the digital world is um, taking. Mm, mm. Uh, a lot of time of our kids and mm -hmm. we, we, in a way, going back to basics and we're going back to authentic culture. And for you, um, Pops, it's with regard to the Khoisan people mm -hmm. who I know you work very closely with to ensure their music mm -hmm. is preserved. Mm -hmm. and, and I think for you, just um, traditional languages. Well, it's actually, I, I don't know if you know this, that's what my business creatrix mm -hmm. does. And I myself speak the language of music and the language of dogs, mm -hmm. and, and, a, and a pretty mm -hmm. good English, and, and it's and um, Scottish. And a Scottish, yeah, no, I speak a really good Scottish accent. <laughs> but um, my, my mother tongue is a bit gangane, gangane, but I, my, mm. my, the, my crew are, are the ones who are um, mm -hmm. adept. And I have, I'm actually pretty much an activist for, for mother tongue. Um, because the problem is with literacy and mm -hmm. the, the literacy is the ability to read, write and speak. Mm -hmm. And it's a, a little known and quite shameful fact in a lot of, um, 
the, my contemporaries mm-hmm. that um, when I ask people, for example, what they dream in, or um, do you read Zulu newspaper? Mm-hmm. Do you read in mother tongue? And, and most people will say, well, it, it's not available. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, if I gave up my day mm-hmm. job, I would get groups and groups and groups because it's so much creativity mm-hmm. and little mm-hmm. confidence and no publishers, etc. to actually start. And it can start with children's stories because children's mm-hmm. stories somehow mm-hmm. touch the root of your inner child, which actually unleashes the ability yes. to, to create in mother tongue. Yeah, absolutely. And, with you, um, and to sing in mother tongue. And with you, Pops? Yeah, with me, I think um, I would love to leave a lineage of um, the work that I'm doing, you know, people following, I mean, they're after me. I want to see a whole generation of people preserving storytelling, which is very important. Um, Storytelling within the Khoisan communities is very important. The trance dance Mm. in the Sen communities is very important. The trance dance is it's something that's used to make sure that the co- community is intact. In, in they make sure that mm. everybody in that village is around. So, And that's how they do the trance dance, and then the storytelling starts. But that's what I also think is beautiful about that <coughs> with music, is that it's an individual thing mm. that joins you to the group. It's absolutely mm-hmm. a connection. Mm-hmm. You're feeling it with yourself, and then you're in harmony Mm-hmm. With the community, mm-hmm. and and that's why those ritual dances are are healing for communities. Very, very, very healing. We need to put I more. use a lot of um, the healing chants for my sound journeys. Wow. Now, we, we as South Africans need a healing chant. Actually, yeah. we need one healing chant that unites us all. Is mm-hmm. that possible? We're going to work on it, it when we get possible. off air. Because it's <laughs> something that not everybody feels that they somehow have been undermined mm-hmm. like we do in South Africa. That yeah, because we were tribalized. Because, because especially, you know, I mean, we're on a Jewish radio station, so the Jewish people, and we're not homogenous either. No. You know, mm-hmm. we, we're not allowed to... Okay, I'm not going to yeah. go there. Um, but w- within because you, you've got a, a very global mind working with very local things, which I've always admired about you. Mm-hmm. So you can bring a global mind to that. I mean, you know, when I see the haka at a at a New Zealand um, rugby game, and I'm thinking, what are all these white boys doing? You know, appropriating mm-hmm. a, a, a traditional tribal dance of ancestors who don't belong to them. Mm-hmm. I think that 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 kind of shows us a little bit of where we are. I mean, that's a bit mm-hmm. controversial, maybe, but mm-hmm. if I, as a, as a white jazz singer in the in the '90s, was mm-hmm. was kind of an anomaly because um, there just weren't a lot of Caucasian girls in the mm. jazz scene but mm-hmm. I didn't see myself as a Caucasian girl, I saw myself as a singer in jazz and, yes, and the people that accepted me yeah. as that. We shouldn't see ourselves as anything because yeah. we are messengers I from agree. the divine 100%. You know, that is and, and so beautiful but maybe we, must we look, look are at messengers and, and, and from the divine mm. to spread the message I love you that. know I think um, Pops Mohammed, maybe you are the person that can unite South Africa because you, you, you come with, um, you yourself are mixtures of lots of different people and you've, um, you know, you, you refer to as the, the minister of music because you are absolutely able to take in different forms and, and I I, I'm looking to, forward I'm to your healing charm actually. Hey. I'm looking forward to your healing charm being the one to solve South Africa's problems. I should have actually brought the track to you, but I'll send you the track. It's called the Millennium Heartbeat. Millennium Heartbeat. Oh, that's so And gorgeous. I've written that track for an organization, a charity organization in Cape Town called Brave. Wow. For their, um, I think it's a kind of a healing CD. And I've given them the track for free. But I'd love to... Um, 
for you to listen to that chant. So we're going to have to do this again because we have literally run out of time. It right. turns out that that accident actually was in your favor because uh, you got to spend more time with Lynn. And I'm sure yes. Lynn is... Well, I'm, um, I'm, I'm never Lynn. leaving him alone. I remember where you live. <laughs> well, Lynn... <laughs> and and you, it's time. Can I call? Of course. If Thank you. Around, Lynn, that turned out if, to be quite... Uh, Thank you if you much. around for the next week... I'd love to invite you to one of my shows. It's called Keep It Real. Can't wait. At the Ethiopian restaurant in Norwood every Thursday night. Just so happens I'm finishing my novel. I'm handing in my novel to my editor on Monday. So the end of my four-year prison term is nearly over. Okay. (laughs) I can't wait. Thank you. Both of you, thank you. And I'm sure the address you gave is an open one for anybody who'd like to go and see you at the Ethiopian restaurant. And thank you very, very much Mm. to both of you for coming in. And, and they can also write to African Dream Time at gmail dot com for any questions. If they want any of the music that we've been talking about, especially from Lynn, myself, music of the Khoisan, it's always available um to listen to the Millennium chants and, <laughs> and, 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 and this chant that we're looking for that will unite the country. And people can also forward the chance that they think if they oh, have a chance, they should actually just do a little clip of a chant okay. and just send to African Dream Time at Gmail dot com. I think that's let, let's start something. That's a beautiful way to end off and hopefully yeah. pick up on another time with both of you again. Yes. Thank you that very was much. um Pops Mohammed and Lee Joppy talking about the ancient art of healing, I think actually. Yeah. Indeed. Thank you.